So, um, man, welcome to the show. I appreciate you coming through. Uh, you know what I'm saying, Mr. G. Bryant, uh, one of my one of my mentors uh, for sure. On, man. He like my younger old head. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> he younger than me, but uh, if you go to the bank, it's gonna say different. But uh, so, hey. what you got going on, man? Introduce yourself to the people. Hey, man, G. Bryant. AKA Mr. 28 Days. I'm the creator of the RI 28 Challenge. If you ever heard of it, go to result28days.com. Sign up for the next challenge. Uh, owner of uh, the Loft Athletic Club in Atlanta. Uh, one of the most popping gyms in the city. Got a couple other things going on that I own off the record. Um, just an entrepreneur in general. My boy David Sands, super entrepreneur right here. Learned a lot from this dude. You've seen him speak, you've seen his books, you've seen his clothing, it's all over the place. So um, we just in the building right now about to do whatever we got to do to make this thing happen. Yeah, man, but the, the new way I'm moving uh, has a lot to do with you, because hey. I tell everybody, I go around the country and I tell people like, yo, my motivation is G. Bryant, because every so often, he gonna send me what he made that week or that day. <laughs> it, it's, it's straight motivation, and I think, uh, I don't even think you could do that with everybody, because some people hate like, right. oh, now he being arrogant, and right. I appreciate the push, so. Right. Did you have some people growing up that like really show you what it is, like open it up and say, yo, this is what you can do? Um, I had to find those people. You know, I had, you know, things that I wanted to do and I had kind of a reference of what could happen. Like my favorite show growing up was Dragon Ball Z. My TV uh, cartoon, because these, I literally looked at these dudes and they would push themselves to the limits. They would push their mind to the limit, their body to the limit, and then they would ascend into these like, superhumans and I always just wanted to be a superhuman so that was like one of my biggest motivations growing up was watching that cartoon uh, Dragon Ball Z mm. but um and then I started to find people you know I didn't necessarily have anybody show me what could happen when I started to personally develop and I had my like my first awakening period things just started to come to me where I said you know there's a there's an abundance out here and there's something I could do more with and then every single time I would find somebody right at my level or right at the level that I wanted to get to at that point and I would say, okay, this is what I need to do to get to that level. And I didn't have no problem asking somebody. Like, if you were doing better than me, I was, the, I was never a hater. Right. I would ask you a million questions until you told me, yo, stop talking to me. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You said something about an awakening period. What's right. that? Man, an awakening period is just when you just, it usually happens where you're going through something, uh, during a low time or a depression or something like that, where you just know it gotta be something different for you. And you just know the way you've been going it's not gonna be get not gonna get you where you want to go, so I had my first awakening period. Uh, I would say around age 21, 22, uh, around that time, and my life was just up and down. And I literally just sat down and said, you know, your life is up and down, not because life's up and down, because you're up and down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was halfway in, halfway out with a lot of stuff, and I was getting halfway in, halfway without results in life. You know, and I was trying to blame everything, and I just had to have a period of awakening, saying, you know what? Good or bad, whatever's happened to me in my life, I take responsibility. And that was the first and one of the most biggest things that happened for me. And then that led me to my first book, which was The Power of Now. That's the first book I ever read in my life at really? age 23. How old, I'm How old am I now? You were 23? That's my first book I ever read in my life, Sheesh. age 23. And through high school, I was very intuitive, so I could read a little bit of a book, read the back, do a book report or something like that. But I never really read a whole book and really got into it on my free will. So that was my first book I ever read. And it just talked about the presence of just being, um, the importance of just being present um, and understanding the current moment for what it is. So I, at one time I was like, you know what? I'm broke. I done did some dirt. I done been up and down. I have nothing. And I am perfectly okay with that. 
Yo, but nah, because some people will say, yo, you got to do the affirmations. Even if you're broke, you're supposed to say, I'm not broke or I'm rich, I'm wealthy. No, no, no. You, you, need, to, you need to accept the fact that you're broke first. Right. <laughs> but then there is a power in um, still walking and thinking in abundance. And that's something I always did as well is I knew I had skills. I knew there was a certain power in me, a divine power in me that I had to think and move with. But you do got to accept your current position. That's not be oblivious that you broke now. You can't be running around signing, and, and you can't just be doing affirmations and not doing no work. You can't be praying and expecting a, a blessing without doing no work. So there's, a, there's, there's different ways that that works, you know. You broke, you can think in abundance. Be broke, do the work, think in abundance. Be broke, do the work, think in abundance. Mm. Make a little money, do the work, think in abundance. Make a little more money, think in abundance, do the work, make an abundance. Start making a lot of money, do the work, think in abundance. Have abundance, keep doing the work, Think in abundance. Boom. That's how it works. But you gotta accept you broke for first. Mm. You gotta accept that you done. You gotta accept responsibility. Yeah. No, no blame game. And you know what's interesting too, because when you first came came in, mm. like you a seven figure guy, you running seven figure businesses. But I could sense that like you're frustrated with that. You're like, yo, like where's the nine figures at? Like, <laughs> like it, it, it's crazy. So like your formula is actually me seeing you live it. You like, your level of broke might be seven figures because right. you're seeing nine figure people. You right. about to do the work. Right. You're still thinking in abundance in right. terms of that hundred. Exactly. That's crazy. And, and just from an income perspective, once you, wherever you are, whatever you get your result from in, money, in, in making money, you know, if you get a result doing things a certain way and you get to a level of income that you are satisfied with or you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm making this amount of money, do know that this, to get to the next level, it's going to be the same things that you did. Um, but it's going to be, have to be a, done a little differently. But it's going to be like the same base of disciplines and principles that you did. What happens with a lot of people is they'll get to a certain income level doing things a certain way, and they'll try to do things a different way. And try to you know, you know, maybe do some things that didn't even get them there. And then that's where it starts to come back down. But you have to keep keep the same disciplines and keep the same principles and just understand how business works from then on out. Um, my frustrations, I don't have frustrations, so to speak, with nine figures. I just know it's possible now. Once you make, you know, the hardest thing to do about making money is to believe that you can make a certain make amount of money. Once you believe and you put the necessary steps in place, then it's all about doing more of what you got, what got you there. Um, but once you start to get to these higher levels of income, um, your peace of mind, and your principles and your discipline are going to have to carry you more than you just hitting the floor and running, you know what I'm saying, and grinding and pushing. But, you know, starting out, you really got to grind, you really got to push, you got to be a one-man band or a one-woman band, and you have to start to take those levels of business and understand where you are, who you need to connect with, who you need to hire, who you need to be involved with, who you need to network with, very touchy subject there, don't network with everybody, but who you need to network with, the right people, um, to help you get to the next level and make sure that everything is beneficial for everybody. You know, you ever heard that quote, help enough people get what they want and you'll get what you want. So under start thinking in that mindset. Um, I know you have some, some, some pretty powerful relationships, mm -hmm. but how do, you weren't always a pretty powerful guy. Like it's easy for you now to find somebody who's successful to collab with or whatever, but you weren't always that way. So how right. did you, like, how did your circles start to grow, and how did you get to that point? The law of attraction. The law of vibration. Vibrate, 
something will match your frequency wherever you are. So whatever's matching your frequency right now, that's where you're at. So if you're attracting uh, $2 people, you're vibrating at a $2 level. If you're attracting $500 people, you're, attract, you're vibrating at a $500 level. Um, the law of attraction is what works before then is, um, you know, you gotta work on yourself. And it's so easy to say, and I use, I'm, I'm gonna give you guys this scenario, right? Because I had to talk to somebody about this the other day. A doctor, right? He's a pretty high-ranking individual, would you say? Yeah. Uh, someone asked me, how did what you created come about so fast? How did you get these relationships? How do you get these businesses? And they say so fast, because where I'm at right now, I started about four years ago. And I'm like, well, if you go to school for about four years, five years, six years, you can get a doctorate degree, right? You can become a doctor. You can be a very high-ranking individual if you study something for four, five, six years. Master's degree, doctor degree already. And people right. were like, oh my goodness, you got a master's degree, you a doctor. Imagine if you became a doctor on your own, but it was just on your own shit. What if you just <laughs> studied for four or five years and worked on yourself, you made yourself a doctor of yourself, just a doctor of whatever you were trying to be involved in. See, school sets a precedent of what can happen if you study for four or five years or six years. You get a degree, you become an expert, you become a doctor, you become a master. Just take that same scenario, figure out what you want to do and who you want to become and study for four or five years. So you're talking about, so you take 15 credit hours of no. social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in your living room. You, like. you take, 15, take 15 credit hours on business development. Take 15 credit hours on social media marketing, on digital advertising. Go find that training. And I'm going to tell you, all this money you may spend in college, it's going to be cheaper for you to invest that to yourself. Oh, you might sure. have no cap on what you can, what you can build. So yeah. I got no cap on what I can build. How much not, is YouTube University? Exactly. <laughs> I've learned endless amounts of things on YouTube, Shark Tank, uh, oh. Amazon Prime. You know how fast they deliver books? You get the book <laughs> right. the next day, bro. Right. And you get it for a discount, Amazon right. Prime. Come on now. So I done put myself through my own university. And people ask, well, how's that? It ain't got to. It, it could take 10 years. It could take, it don't got to. It doesn't have to. You know what I'm saying? It, they give you the structure in school. They tell you, you do this, 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 and this, you become this. And usually what people do is they go to school, they do this, 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 and this, and if they want, they become this. So I took that same scenario. I said, hey, if I want to become, he said I want to become a multimillionaire in any industry. First, let me figure out the industry first. And if I do this, 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 and this over time, chances are I could become a millionaire. Mm. The only thing, the only problem is there's no guarantee. See, you kind of got a guarantee in school. Like, if you do this, we're going to give you the stuff. Mm. There's no guarantee, and a lot of people get scared because he doesn't know. I could do all of this work. I not get still, your doctor. Right, I, could, I could still be sitting here like, yo, what's, what's up? Right. So I got to do this for four or five more years? I'm out of this. Right. You know, but you got to be willing to put yourself online and have that possibility for a million in that guarantee. But how do you happens. do that, though, man? I mean, you have no idea what's at the end of this road. Like, you go down this journey four years, five years. And like you said, in school, right. they'll tell you if you do these requirements, these checks in the box, you'll have your degree. Now you gotta figure out what to do with it, but right. you'll have your degree. Right. How do you keep yourself mentally like sane when there's absolutely no finish line that you can see? You gotta celebrate your small victories and you gotta celebrate um, and recognize when you are making progress. And what I mean by that is uh, you begin with the end in mind, but you appreciate each step along the way. And you dive into the present moment of what you're doing right now, and if you're getting a result that is positive, you know you're on the right path. 
There has to be something. If you're doing, let's say you're doing the work, doing the work, doing the work, you're not going to get the big cash out. But if you're getting something small, if you're seeing something change, even within yourself, within your income, if you're seeing these small daily improvements equal long-term results. Mm -hmm. So um, with me, I started to see progressive and I work so hard. Like I, I had, I would work. Anything not in alignment with what I had to do, I was working. And I knew mm. there's a law that I, I live by laws, man. Mm. These laws, is un, <laughs> they, they, you can't beat them. You reap what you sow. And I know I was sowing. Right. <laughs> but the thing about it is, you know, what happens a lot is good things rarely come on your time. Mm. Good things come, you know, sometimes at unexpected times. You get a direct result for something bad. Let's say you shoot somebody to police. Uh, see you shoot them, you're going to jail. You do something good, like you plant a garden, that garden might take three months to grow that fresh food. Mm -hmm. You might write a book, that book might take three years to become New York Times number one seller. It may, you may, it, it never happens on your time. To go to the Super Bowl, that the team has to practice day in, day out, day out, beat everybody, then they become Super Bowl champions. Mm -hmm. So you have to have that, you have to live by laws. Laws don't lie. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be real with yourself and understand, am I really doing everything I can do? Because the game's not for everybody. And if you really don't want it and you want somebody to give you something, that's nothing wrong with that. But if you really want this, you have to trust and believe and have that shift, like that true paradigm shift that it is possible. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I always knew it was possible to do whatever I wanted out here, because we are dealing with human beings out here. There is no astronomical force of people that have done things before me. They bleed, they bleed, they sweat, and they breathe. If I bleed, sweat, and breathe, there's no way I'm not gonna go out here and see what I can get. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But so, so take people back mm -hmm. to four years ago, whenever you, um, you were at your lowest point. Right. Because uh, I think that's important for people to know because now they see you with the chain and the car and the loft and the businesses and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I think it, it's very, very important for people to like get a picture of the, the bad times right. so they can say to themselves like, dang, I wasn't as bad as where G was. Right. Um, I mean, my lowest point, man, I, like I said, some of, my, some of the things I've talked about, I mean, I'll, I've, I've almost went crazy. You know, I've been at a very low point. Um, I haven't had uh, anything given to me. Everything I've gotten has been through me just just trusting and believing. Um, been down and out, been broke, no money, um, okay with living in my car, you know, that type of having a can of Pringles and the AC and just enough gas to figure it out, renting a room, uh, air mattress, sleeping on an air mattress that had a hole in it. And when I wake up, I will be on the floor because I didn't have enough money to get a bed. Uh, not having money to get groceries. Air mattress with a hole in it. Man, I slept with an air mattress <laughs> with a hole in it. I used to blow it up every night. And when I woke up in the morning, I would be on the floor. Mm, that's crazy. But I did not have the money to get a new air mattress. Um, and that's I was, crazy. you know. And like, I you probably got to like try to fall asleep real fast. Yeah, you know that, that, that air coming out around 2 a.m. You better be sleeping around 2 a.m. That air going to be coming out. You know what I'm saying? You better be sleeping around 2 a.m. <laughs> around 4 Crazy. or 5, you swimming in the middle. And you, wanna, <laughs> you, know, you, about eight, you sleep. But I had a work ethic, man. And mm. I, I kept my mind uh, filled because the, the, unfilled, um, the unfed mind would devour itself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I kept it filled with just people that um, look like me. And that's big. And I'm not 
talking about uh, race, but find somebody that looks like you, maybe a little older than you, that has made that, that kept me grounded, looking at people that look like me, that talk like me, or maybe had some similar experiences to me. Mm. I kept them always around, and whether it was YouTube, a book, or something like that, I was inspired by people that resonated with me. And just a quick hint. That's crazy. How I helped a lot of my clients, like I was very renowned as a, when I was used to personal train, I wouldn't just tell a client what I could do. I would show a client that looked like them, and I said, this person did it. And that's why I got so many good, great results with my clients, is I would show them themselves. If you could show somebody themselves making it, that, to, that holds a whole lot of fuel, a whole nother fuel to the fire. So when I coach different people, I say, hey, this person looks kind of like you doing the same thing. Do you, they did it. Do you think you can do it? Mm. Because that helped me so much. I was fine. I had to find people. I was like, yo, did he do it? Because he, he's similar to me. That's heavy. Find somebody that look like you. So like not, not even like the color. If you played sports forever and you don't have a skill and you got hurt, you need to find somebody who went through that right. and still built a business. Right. I might not be the person to help. Right. You might, you know what I'm saying, like speaking that particular language. Even down, and I'm not, I'm not, even down to the color. Man, if you're a young black man or if you're a young white man, um, find a young, a, a older successful white man that has a similar story to you. If, if you're an older, if you're a young black man, find an older black man that has a similar, similar story to you. I, I, I'm pretty sure that somebody watching this has a similar story to me. I've been told every single day, yo, bro, the reason why I'm keeping going is because of your story. Mm. Somebody saw me and said he looked like me he talked like me he from up north like me he been in trouble like me and now he's just giving me the inspiration to keep on going oh, that's cold so pick your gurus pick your inspiration wisely don't be inspired by something that you can't resonate with on a core level because this game this life thing it, it starts with the core so if you can feel something or you can feel somebody in your core watch that person mm. And another thing about inspiration, once you're done being inspired by a person, don't watch them anymore. Say it again. Say it again. Bring that back. Once you're finished being inspired by a person, because it's going to happen, don't watch them anymore. Why? Because it's time for you to now go ahead and write the story that you need to write. It's it, you're done reading the book. Now it's time for you to continue to put all your focus into writing your story. Because one day, that person you are inspired by, you might be collabing with them. Mm, I love it. I love it. Yo, so, so right now we're in that age, I think you just did a video about it, um, where you were talking about why people care so much about what other people think. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Why do people care what other people think? More than ever, we are in a perception-based society. Everything runs off perception. People want to have this cool, this pretty, um, but they're not willing to look uncomfortable or voice their struggle. And right now where everything is so in a box and tap and watch, people want to make sure that when somebody sees their box or their tap and their watch, that they're all put together. Mm. The makeup's on, that, the, that they're clean. and and the understanding of what really separates you from other people is your unique story and you putting yourself out there and actually not caring what people think about you to a certain extent. Um, in this entrepreneurship game or in this life game in general, the top 
from history all the way to now, they really haven't cared what people thought about. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. And why they were on their journey to doing what they think was best for them. Mm. Um, if you're not harming anybody, if you're not harming yourself, if you're not being doing anything illegal, you have to have this, 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 this oneness in you, this confidence in you where you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that what you're doing is okay and it's gonna take you to the level that you wanna to get to. So what other people's opinions aren't really opinions about, about you, it's opinions that they have for themselves and don't let other people's opinions be your reality. 
And that's what happens to a lot of people is other people's opinions have now become the reality. So now you have to fit yourself into reality that you have made based on other people's opinions. So am I being cool enough for the opinions? Am I, am I presenting myself well enough for the opinions? And a lot of people are marketing themselves or just living their lives under this imaginary governing board that doesn't exist. Mm. You know, they're, they're trying to put themselves into this box and, and govern themselves. Under, if you just be true and be you, if you be yourself long enough, be yourself long enough, you'll get paid for it. Be Ooh. yourself. Be yourself be long yourself enough, long you'll, get enough, get paid enough you'll get paid for it. Hmm. Be yourself long enough, you'll inspire some people. Be who you are long enough, you'll get what you need out of life. If you, can, if you put yourself in that box and you're not true to yourself, because one thing you got to understand is when you govern yourself off the opinions of others or you care what people think, you still got to go home and face your real self. You know what I'm saying? If you keep putting on this display for the public and you care, you care, you care, and when you go home and you don't like the person at home or you like the person at home more than you, than you like the person you're displaying, there's no balance there. You know, it's okay with, you know, playing a role to a certain extent, but if your whole identity is misconstrued based on other people's opinions, you'll never have peace. Yeah, and, I, peace is, and peace is way more important than income. I was, I was telling one of my clients the other day that I don't think they're mature enough to follow some of the successful people that they follow because when they see it, mm -hmm. they feel like they need to be doing that. Right. So for somebody that follows you, some people might say, yo, I'm inspired by Jay. Yo, he, he used to sleep in his car. He, he wrote a million programs before he got one right. Mm -hmm. I'm inspired by that. But some people might say, oh, man, I've been doing mine five years. Jay been doing his four. It ain't working. Mm -hmm. So I, I told my client, you're not mature enough to follow those people. So you need to unfollow the successful people that when you see it, you feel a certain type of way. And I can't tell you. I can't tell you what you're feeling, but you right. know when you see somebody like you're a low-key hater on the inside. You hate a little bit, right? right? So would you what what type of advice would you give somebody who's feeling real insecure when they see success? Right. Um, feeling insecure when you see success will never make you successful. So I would just give them the advice you said. You gotta you got a tunnel vision on your own. And I said this before is if it comes down, let's use Instagram for example. You need to be on Instagram as if you're the only profile on Instagram and have tunnel vision on what you're doing because if you see other things, they're messing with you. A lot of most entrepreneurs' downfall, honestly, is comparison. You know, mm. they, could, they see someone doing something and their heart drops. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look, you felt that before over here. You All know, my audience, I know y'all felt that before. You're a hater, a little bit. Yeah, you a see somebody bit. doing something that you want to do and you, you, you criticize it. But guess what? That person's actually doing it, though. They're putting themselves out there. You know, I'll give you an example for me. I was never a hater. I would, I'm the best copycat there is. I will copy your stuff and make it better. <laughs> Don't do nothing in my industry and let it be good. I'll copy it and do it better. I was never going to hate on you, but I was like, oh, that's a good idea. But this goes all the way down to my starting years. I used to do uh, boot camps, I used to do free boot camps. I would go around the neighborhood. I would post, um, I would uh, put flyers up on telephone poles. I would market on social media because I saw people doing boot camps. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do boot camps. Shoot. Right. I'm going to do them the same way. I'm going to do them a little better. And then I would get my uh, cooler and I would make protein shakes the night before, carry them to the boot camp, the boot camp, and just 
try to have the best boot camp experience ever instead of watching somebody else's boot camp and hating, saying, dang, they doing the boot camp. I was like, all right, well, they doing it. Let me do it a little bit. Let me try to service my cousin. Let me bring some towels. Let me, let me have a better experience. And I'm a copy. I didn't even know how to do it, but that was my first time doing the boot camp. And I was just like, yo, they got all these people out there. They got hundreds of people out there, man. And I watched somebody do boot camps and fit camps with hundreds of people. And, and my first boot camp had two. I was like, all right, we're going to get a pop with this two. And then that two went to three, and that three went to 10, and that 10 went to 20. And now you look at me four years later, I got hundreds and thousands of people all over the world that train with me virtually. I got mm. thousands of members in my gym, but it came from me not taking someone's thing that I saw that, that I could have hated on, but I said, let me try to do it. Man. And then let me have tunnel vision. I didn't even look at nobody else after that. I said, all right, make my boot camp the best. I didn't care any, anything else what people were doing. I would just, and then when I needed to go to the next level, I said, all right, who going to the next level in boot camps? Oh, that's what you're doing? All right, let me do it and make that the best. And let me make this the best and make this the best. Mm -hmm. And always had a ton of vision. Now, don't get me wrong. During entrepreneurship, it has not ever always been a smooth slope that went up. I've had times where I looked at stuff and I thought about hating. I said, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's a new move. It, it, Hold on, it, it, shake it, out of that. Because it's a tough role, and, and that's a natural human inclination. Is we have a, a survival instinct in our brain. We want to survive. You know, you see somebody doing something, it may you know say, okay, well they're impeding on what I'm trying to do. First, let me let me lash out or let me hate on it. But no, you got to reprogram your mind to understand that there's abundance out here for everybody, and there are plenty of wheels for you to turn. There are plenty of things for everyone to do. Um, congratulate others for having success and wait your turn and do the work as you wait your turn. Do the work. Mm, yeah, I know plenty of people who, if they only had two people show up to the boot camp, then cancel it. They'll cancel the joint and give people their money back. Because they don't want to look like a, a flop. Bruh, but, bruh, I done flopped so many times. <laughs> Most right. of them are just like, yo, I just cancel it. But they'll never get to the two, to the five, to the ten, to no. the twenty, to thousands heart beating, waiting for a car to show up. But see, <laughs> the thing about flopping is if you sit in it, that's, that's what makes you an entrepreneur and a businessman. Mm. You got to sit in stuff like that and you learn. You know what I learned about from flopping? I learned uh, people skills. I learned different tricks. So let me tell you what I used to do. So at my boot camp, after flopping, I was like, yeah, someone to have a small, more intimate boot camp setting. I didn't really promote that much. So if two people came, they didn't expect much, right. but I said it may get big. I'm not sure how many people are going to show, but I really didn't promote it that much. I'm really not looking to have more than five people. Mm -hmm. So if two people showed up, I already was like, I gave them, I learned that instead right. of just being there awkward, like, oh my God, two people are here. I'd be like, all right, let me twist this. Right. <laughs> hey guys, you know, we're going to get started in about 10 minutes. I'm waiting for a few more people to show up. I wasn't planning on having a big event. I like to keep my settings intimate, mm -hmm. you know, so I may have some people show up. I did have someone call me saying they might be bringing a bunch of people with them. Right. So I covered myself both bases. If two people showed up, I told y'all it was only gonna be two of y'all. <laughs> and if a big group, pro, I told you I had a group coming, so right. now we good, you know and what I'm saying? Set the camera up right between those two exactly. people. So <laughs> but I had to learn to sit, and I done had business meetings where nobody showed. Mm -hmm. I done uh, had to just sit in the lobby and, hmm, are they gonna come? <laughs> you know, and same spill, you know what I'm saying? Same spill, but that's where you learn those things. And those are the things where you got to be willing to not care what people think about you, not care what your audience or your customers that are coming. Oh, man, this dude sucks. It's only us two out there. Where's the energy? No, spin that thing around and keep them and build on that from two to five to 10 to 20 to the point where you know people coming.
Right, right. I, I promote a class right now, 12 hours, and 200 people will show up the next day, and I know it. But it started, I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't accept that too. Wow, wow. I gotta ask you something as a young, strapping young man, you know what I'm saying? As, mm -hmm. a, as a man, especially in Atlanta, successful, like what is the, I don't even know how to ask the question really, but how, how easy is it to get distracted by the lights and the women and the glam and the fans and how, how easy is it to be distracted by that? Or, or does having that, that female energy in your life push you? Um, very, very easy to get, get distracted, uh, especially in the city of Atlanta. Um, there's so much going on. So I'll just give you some, some backstory on me. You can ask any of my friends while I was grinding and building, what were the chances of them asking me to go out? And what were the chances of me saying yes? They'll probably say they were very, very minimal. Mm -hmm. Unless it was like bowling or something like that. I did not compromise what I was trying to build. Um, and also I kept in contact with people that were doing the same thing as me. Mm -hmm. Meaning that weren't compromising as well. So it's very easy. I tell people this city is a gift and a curse. You can be very successful or you can get eaten up. Yeah. But you gotta pick a side. You gotta pick what you want. Because a quote that I used to live by, and it was very, very, very uh, simple quote, was all that will be there. Meaning that four years ago, there were $2 Tuesdays. Today, there are $2 <laughs> Tuesdays. <laughs> Real rap. I love it. I love it. Hey, the hookah smoke was on tap four years ago. Right. The hookah smoke, smoke <laughs> is still, whatever you call it, is on tap. The coals are burning today. Right. Hey, gold room, free before 11, four years ago. <laughs> gold room, free before 11 today. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's what that's I funny. always had embedded in my mind, that every single step counts. Every single step counts. And you can move fast mm. if you don't miss steps. But people want to miss steps. Oh, you got you to gotta, you gotta break that down because that was the one, of, one of the first jewels <laughs> you ever taught me about missing steps. You got to break that down. People miss steps, man. You, you can't miss steps. And you can't have one foot out in the water and one foot in the sand and expect to get wet. Either you want to be wet or you want to be dry. Pick one. Mm -hmm. You can't, you're going to get teeter-tack. You can't go like that. Those are the results you're going to get. So missing steps mean there are some people, there are some places, there are some things that will cause you to miss steps. But what happens when you miss steps is you don't see the effects of you missing steps right away. They usually mm -hmm. come to you down the line. So you may think you're doing all you can do and spreading yourself, spreading your energy in different ways and doing this and doing that and still working on your business, still working on your life. But what you don't know is you're actually missing steps. Now listen, if you don't want something that bad, then don't mind, spread yourself then, who cares? But if you have, if you put in your mind that you want to go, missing steps is one of the biggest things that will keep you right where you are because you need those steps to get where you want to go. So case in point, let's say three hours a day, you're investing your time into something that you're not really sure about, but it has nothing to do with where you want to go. And you do that for three months. And three hours a day is what? 90 hours a month, mm -hmm. 180 hours, uh, what, 270 hours. Let's just use any hours. Imagine if you put those 270 hours into what you wanted to do or what you were trying to accomplish. 
imagine how far along of the competition you would be if you put those 270 hours into what you were trying to do. How many days are 270 hours? I don't know, almost 10 and a half, something like that. Mm -hmm. That's, those, those are 10 days that you had that you could have been working on what you were trying to accomplish. Now, people just don't do that for three months. That was just, that was just an example. People do that for three years. And then now you're getting into how many years have you wasted missing steps? Wow. And you wonder why your competition is ahead of you. You wonder why everything uh, is not going how you want it to because every single step counts in this game of entrepreneurship. Everything, every single step, step counts in this game of life of trying to be a better person. I can't miss no steps. Me and Dave, we, uh, we, we uh, joke all the time. He's like, what you doing? I said, I'm about to do this. Oh, you said you're missing steps? I'm like, nah, I got it. I got it together. I got it. Now, listen. But you, you about to go miss some steps. Yeah, be okay. a, you could be a human. Now, I'm not saying you got to do, you know, be a robot, but I am saying watch your steps closely and watch who you're involved with. Watch your relationships. Sometimes you're in the wrong relationship for where you're trying to be. Mm. Your relationship will have you missing all types of steps. You ever spend 12 hours uh, arguing and another 12 hours thinking about the oh, argument? You done wasted a whole day. <laughs> you Man. see what I'm saying? You done miss major steps. If you don't have that type of relationship that's going to get you where you need to go, then that relationship is not for you, especially if you're a person that's striving for something great. Your relationship needs to boost you and not keep you stagnant. So you don't want to be missing steps. Sometimes you might have to let that person go. Let them get their steps together. You get that step together, y'all come back, and then y'all step in the name of love. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Flip side, what, what can the right woman in your life do for you? The right woman in your life can catapult you to where you need to go faster you know uh had that woman that's your number one fan that's willing to help or willing to do the things that are going to help you um as an entrepreneur take a little bit of the load off and it may not just be with your business it may just be something that they do that they know you need help with maybe some balance maybe some peace of mind maybe just running the bath you know when you about to work hey take this 20 minute bath and then get to work you know and also you reciprocate that same things to her what she needs for her growth wherever she's trying to go you know what I'm saying? So the right woman in the right situation also will keep you out of missing steps. Because a lot of things, as men, we might think, oh, let's just go take this night out real quick. Let me take this night out with the fellas, you know. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what if you got a good woman at home that's uh, 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 supporting you and you guys can have that night and you can, you know, build towards something else while building your business or while taking your business to the next level instead of going out, maybe potentially getting drunk and then potentially being hungover the next day and then potentially <laughs> done miss, you know, two days uh, where you could have been with your woman and y'all could have spent some time and maybe you just, you know, took off about 12 hours and you got back to work and everybody's happy and you guys are building something and you have some foundation about you, you know. Um, so, and there's nothing wrong with being single, but it's also uh, a good, uh, benefit to having the right person in your life that's going to support what you got going on, not try to take from it, but actually produce and build with it, whatever way they can, even if it's not from a business standpoint, but maybe it's just from an outside caring and nurturing standpoint, and you guys reciprocate that energy for each other. It's an amazing situation. I love it. Well, look, man, we about to wrap up, but I, I like to create predictions, man. So what, what will you be, uh, I mean, obviously you don't like share your your, your, your major wins online, but what can people expect from you in the coming year? Like over next year, next two years, next three right. years, what can, what can you say right now that when we're looking at this a few years from now, I'd be like, yo, Jay did say he was gonna be on that right there. Well, let's just rewind, cause I said I was gonna be here. Go check one of my interviews on YouTube called The Millionaire Mentor or something. I said I was going to be here on my YouTube video, where I'm at right now in life. Mm. So I'll tell you right here where I'm going to be, I'm going to be exactly where I need to be. Um, and right now, you know, 2018 has been an amazing year for me, built some great relationships, 
um, had some had some explosions in business. I'm going to just continue to keep it pushing, um, build better relationships. I'm going to be bringing some people with me um, on this road to where we're trying to go. And oh, the money's going to come. More money's going to come. Uh, I'm going to help. I'm going to change a lot more lives. I'm going to. Uh, make sure that these businesses that I have have the foundation and sustainability to become long-term businesses. Right now, a lot of my things are within their first five years. So I'm going to make sure we get past those five-year marks to those 10-year marks and be able to leave those legacies to pass down things. And I'm going to be building the structure and the relationships and the infrastructure to make sure that it is impenetrable. Impenetrable. All right, I'm going to be producing a lot more contact. And I'm going to be showing people uh, what can be done not from these gurus, nothing against them that don't do what they, don't practice what they preach. Like. I'm gonna be showing people exactly what it takes from someone that has done it and that has been through it. And a lot of times, I talk to Dave about this is, the people that are actually doing it, we be so busy doing it that we can't even sometimes give the game on how it was done. And I wanna be one of those people now that now that I have some things built, I'm gonna be showing people how it's done, sometimes for a fee, sometimes for free. Depends on when you catch me. You like them bars? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is um, nothing against the gurus, but there are a lot of gurus and business coaches and people that go through analytics and tell you you gotta boop, 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 and watch the market that aren't even doing it themselves. I'm somebody that lived it and is gonna continue to live it. And I'm gonna be showing people that there is a way that you can socially prove yourself and show other people how to do it, you know, and that's where kind of where I'm going in 2018, the rest of 2018, 2019, I'll be doing some big conferences, a lot of speaking events, doing some collaborations with Dave and some other very powerful people, and just kind of building this influencer market um, that's accessible to the people to let them know there is a chance, there is a way, but you got some steps that you have to take and you cannot miss any steps in this game. I love it, I love it. So um, I, one of my favorite phrases is, uh, you're not a leader until you create one. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I'm not, as soon as I started to make six figures, my immediate goal was trying to see if I can like do it again through somebody else. Can, right. I, can I create another story where somebody says, yo, Dave helped me go to six figures. Right. And when I make this, uh, you know, first annual million, my next goal is can I produce that in somebody else's? So I appreciate what you're doing. Right. Um, so next time you see this, okay. When I'm a multi-millionaire, G did that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you, you can put me on your list. We're getting Dave to them ends. We got a lot of, we got a lot of <laughs> things happening. Um, and Dave is right. You cannot create a leader. Um, you can't be a leader until you create one. You know, and to help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. But me and Dave got some, uh, just from a straight income spread, we got some multi-million dollar things that are going to be happening over the next few years. Y'all better stay tuned for it because we said it right here. We said it right now. It's going to happen. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all follow G Bryant. Okay, y'all see his Instagram below. Make sure y'all check out the RI28 Challenge. If you're having an issue with your weight or your health or your energy, listen, get on that RI28 Challenge. It ain't just go to his website. It's, it's really in the proof. The proof is in the pudding. The proof is on his website. Mm -hmm. And he has, he'd he be making big claims like, listen, I need you to find somebody who has more testimonials or more transformations than him. He's like, yo, I'll pay you. If you can find somebody that, got, that has transformed more lives and fitness, listen, bring it to the table. So um, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate and, uh, you. We out here. All right, so it is.